Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Two Beards Podcast. The camera angle is different, so get, get used to it. Yep. We won't be used to it. We'll stare somewhere up there. I already did that. Twice Just, now. I don't, I don't know if I'll like this more. I don't know if I'll like this less. Maybe we'll continue. I don't know. It's just something I decided to do. Here we are. Um, what are we drinking today? Uh, we're fucking in for it today. Let me tell you what. They're One of his favorite beers. Just the best. All time. All time fave. Uh, can't get enough. So sad they only brew it once a year. Just want to stock up and drink it all year. It is the Pertner Fresh Hop IPA from Crux Brewing Company. Um, they are from it Oregon. Feels like, uh, it's just been a few weeks since we last did a fresh hop on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's kind of. But true. that can't make sense because it's just now. Yeah, fresh hop season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they are still harvesting. <laughs> uh, in the middle of harvest. Yes, this is by Crux Fermentation Project, which is located primarily in Bend, Oregon, I believe. Lambert Valley, also in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is with the Mackenzie Hop, uh, which is from there, and relatively new hop. They had it last year. This was so last year, 2021, Burton had the Mackenzie Fresh Hop two years before that. Because I don't know what we were doing in 2020. No one knows. May, they might not have even made this in 2020. Who knows? Uh, 2019, I want to say off the top of my head, Centennial. Mm. So this is a different recipe than the original Pertnier, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. We're in for it. Either way. Uh, I can't smell shit because Renee is selfish and gave me her cold. How? I don't know. I drink whiskey. I had just about every single medicine that I could take in my medicine cabinet, including old antibiotics. And uh, here we are. Yeah, I think I'm immune to that stuff now. Good. I got COVID like a long time ago, and uh, I think that was the last time in my life I'm going to be sick. I thought that was going to be the case. Um. I was like, this is the one, right? Like, I, I was like, I never get sick. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm probably going to get sick because this is apparently a bad one. Yeah. Got sick. And now I think I'm just immune. So, uh, getting closer to 30 is proving that theory wrong for me. And, um, that's where I'm at, sadly. So I don't know how to combat it. Otherwise, other than to just ignore it, which is what I've been doing, mm-hmm. and it's working pretty good for me. I've had like my throat was sore for like two days, and Maybe now you it's... need to up your beef intake. That could be. Uh, I haven't had a lot of beef recently, so Guess I'm going to get burgers tonight. Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Love it. Thanks for dinner. But uh, yeah, so extra pissed off that of course i'm gonna get sick the like the week that we go camping too like for fuck's sake like i'm fine now like it's just my nose that's running but like really i'll tell you right off the bat this is the best they've ever made i was gonna say i think you'll actually quite like this one because it's very floral and grassy yes like a it is. lot 
This is pretty dece, actually. The aftertaste um, is a little funky. Yeah, and it's like a little smooth. Like I'd like it to be a little more crisp, personally. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not crisp, but have a little more bite, if I say that. Um, yes, I'll let you say little, it. Thank you. It's a little smooth, a little creamy almost, you know? Like when you say crisp, what you mean is like sharp. I know, and that's why I took it back. Right? Yeah, I took it back. Yeah. Yeah. Just I called sharp. it I called it bite. I felt like that's an end. very similar to sharp. So like someone takes some scissors and Mm-hmm. Oof. Just got some visuals. Um well when I think bite, I think of like nasally, like a like a nice rye that's just pungent. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. Uh, I agree. This is the best so far. Yes. Thus far. Normally, it's like very yeasty and bready and just like shit. Like not. It it, it always tastes nothing like an IPA. It the first time we had it, uh, we described it as a super soft beer. Accurate. Uh, Just kind of all fluff. Yeah. This one actually feels like you got some flavor going on in there. Yep. 100%. Hundred percent. Yeah, I definitely getting some uh, some hoppiness in here, some uh, decent amount of bitterness. Um, and actually, like that was kind of our. I mean, maybe it was just uh, like that year, that harvest kind of thing. But like a lot of the beers last year, I felt were lacking in like hoppiness and and like like hop flavor. Last year, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were pretty disappointed with last year where I feel like the year before or maybe it was 2019, we were like half and half. Mm-hmm. We were like, yeah, we got some good ones, got some not so good ones. But yeah, last year, I feel like every single one we grabbed, we were like, eh. You know, it's either like not great or like, eh. I wonder if this is a sign that like Born Yesterday will come back. Hey, could be. I wonder if like things had just been scaled back so much, like they had to like ramp up again. That could be. I could see that. I would love that. So last year we described the look of this as golnge. That's pretty. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Golden orange. Yeah. Clear. Some carb. That's also pretty accurate. Uh, smell burnt. Kind of mellow. Would love to tell you. Funny enough, I can still taste really well. To me, this kind of smells like a crayon. Like it's waxy. It kind of tastes that way, too. It's like a smooth crayon feel. Huh. Weird. Taste bit sweet, bit weedy, bit... I think it's supposed to be hoppy. Okay, well... But it's a G... To GH. Bit, goppy. Bit goppy. Uh, bit citrus. Well, we got a lot of bits. Yeah, uh, I feel like it is It is definitely... So that is how I remembered it, and it is different this year. Feel is thick and fluffy. I wouldn't describe this as thick. I wouldn't say thick. Wouldn't say fluffy either. No, I would say smooth, not yeah, fluffy. I would say smooth. Um, And uh, the the weediness is almost gone, thankfully. Replaced by, like, grassy. Yeah, which... Nice. A lot better. Yeah. Please keep this. Uh, uh, Crux, whatever the fuck you guys did this time around, do that again. But also a little better. 
Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. It's not bad. We got time to change our opinions. I am ha- I am happy to drink two of these right now. Yes. So. Um, how, so just to go off to a different topic here, yep. as one does on a podcast. As one does. How is Andor? Mm. How is Candor? <sighs> That's a good face. So let me lay out a timeline here of of can I can I set expectations for what I had theorized? Sure, yeah. So like you could prove me wrong or prove me right, but yeah, my yeah. theory was because they dropped three episodes. You did you watch all three? I did watch all three. My theory was that the first two had so little content to draw people in that they're like, hey, we we got to drop more than one episode let's drop two and then they look then they watch the second one and they're like this is not it's not gonna pull anyone in yet okay let's add in the third okay now now we got something to work with we got a cliffhanger here we can end it right here okay let's release these three we'll announce it like it's a cool thing oh you get to watch three episodes up front but really we're just tricking you because we don't have anything to pull you into the story so three episodes here you go that was that was what my theory was. True. <laughs> <laughs> so let me out, let me lay out the now let's now let's backtrack and really lay it all out here. So yeah, spoilers if you probably yeah. So uh, Disney buys Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going way back. They released the Force Awakens, and you're like, wow, that was pretty much a new hope and like dialogue was like worse than prequels you got to remember you put it in time frame though for Uh the first like month people were stoked about it yes and myself included but at the same time i was also vocal i'm like it was a rehash of a new hope yeah but people were like making excuses for it they're like yeah it's a callback nostalgia get everyone back into the series yeah it's really cool exactly and and then they come out with Rogue One, and you're like, okay, this was fucking awesome. That was a great movie. Oh, man, now I'm fucking stoked for the next movie in the trilogy. And then The Last Jedi comes out. It just takes a massive fucking shit on Star Wars as a whole and basically predicts what the rest of the franchise is going to look like. Then Solo comes out, and it's pretty decent. Pretty no, good. no. Even though no one watched no it, no one watched it. I would argue might be the best film. Yeah, you like. I disagree. You like that more than Rogue One. I'm. I flip flop. Yeah, that's I really true. do flip flop. That is true. That's true. But I really like Solo. I get that. It was really well done. I love the. I forget the guy's name. The main guy who played Han. Um, I think he did such a fantastic job of like. You know, he's not Harrison Ford. But like he played the part he perfectly. Was yeah, I thought he played the part he, perfectly. He played Han better than Harrison Ford played Han in the newest trilogy. In the newest one, yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's true. Um, then they have the Rise of Skywalker, and that was a fucking shithole. Um, and actually, even before then, I think they had season one Amando. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. Eh, it might have been Rise of Skywalker first. But either way, then Mandalorian comes out. And you're like, oh, it's not bad. Okay, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, it's definitely way fucking better than Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. 
And season two, Mando comes out like, oh, this shit's fucking lit. Like, they just fucking are dragging all these, like, fucking uh, fan favors in left and right. And now you're outside of my zone of expertise. Fair enough. You really should watch season two, Mando, because mm. that is really good. I probably definitely won't. It is really good. It is on par with Solo and Rogue One for me. Great. 100%. Um, and then they fucking come out with uh i feel like there was one before this obi-wan why do i feel like there's a show before obi-wan because there was an animated something well they did visions and that was like an, an anime um and they released season seven of the clone wars which was also really good um and the bad batch they did do the bad batch uh that was all right it was meh. yeah um obi-wan was not fucking great Obi-Wan had like two cool moments and the rest of it was like a fucking polished shit. <laughs> like, I don't know who the fuck wrote that, but they did a god awful fucking job. Oh, no, sorry. that It was Book of Boba Fett. That's what it was. Book oh, yeah, of Boba yeah, yeah, yeah. was before Obi-Wan. That was an absolute piece of shit. There was like two episodes where it was like nothing about Boba Fett at all and it was just like Mando. Like, it was like continuing off season two of Mando. It's so fucking And dumb. those were the good episodes. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. The actual Boba episodes was like, the first 10 minutes was like, oh, ha, that's cool. And then at first 10 minutes, you're like, this is fucking terrible. This is absolutely terrible. And then Obi-Wan was shit. And then now they're like, hey, Andor, three fucking episodes. It's going to be awesome. So, first two episodes were really fucking slow. <laughs> they're really slow. Mandalorian walking out of the ship takes all 20 minutes. End of episode one. <laughs> Boom, done. Probably would have been better. Haven't even seen Andor yet. Um, just takes different, uh, <laughs> like, they just take a drone around Andor being like, and this is the green wetlands of this tribe. <laughs> and this. It was pretty, it was pretty bad. Um, well, no, sorry. I shouldn't say bad. It was pretty slow. Um, it actually, these first three episodes are already better than the entire series of Obi-Wan. Already better than the entire series of Book of Boba Fett. And debatably better than the first season of Mando. This, it does seem pretty good. But, like I was telling Jack, I'm like, I don't feel like I have to watch the next episode. And I don't think that's fair. Like, when I watched Expanse, after the first episode, I'm like, holy shit, that was amazing. I gotta keep watching this. Like, it was weird and, like, kind of, I don't know, slow-ish, but, like, it, it got you very intrigued. Yeah, yeah, I get what you I should say that. Uh, Terminalist, first episode of that, I was like, whoa, that was intense. I gotta keep watching this show. Brings you into a story, and then, like... Like, not only does it draw you into the story, but it also feels, uh, I mean, like, they're episodes, but but it feels episodic. Yeah. Right? You have many plots that are a part of this greater plot, so each one in itself is interesting. This uh, didn't accomplish in three episodes what Terminalist did in one episode. And so, for that reason, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing it. I may at some point when the whole series is released, 
or the whole season is released, I may go back and and watch it. But like, I'm not going to give them their week to week ratings bare minimum. Yeah, because it's it's just it's not no good enough. fucking hate watching. Exactly, it's it's just not good enough. And and I literally watched someone do a breakdown of it, and they're like, oh, you know, you gotta take it for what it is. I'm like, no, you don't have to take it for what it is. You can just admit that it's not that great and not watch it. And like, people need to start doing that more with things like it's not yes. just star wars it's not just no totally. streaming stuff it's like the gaming industry we talk about it all the time oh you yeah know, we didn't buy vanguard like yeah no i'm not gonna buy your piece of shit game yeah it's not going to even uh granted you know they already got the money but even uh cold war um like you bought that but like i don't think we played a single match of multiplayer i didn't play a single minute yeah um like i could i could I don't think I have it downloaded anymore, but I could pull it up and it has like times play. It's funny in the main barracks. It has like this graph, this like circle chart of time played. Yeah. Um, And like the red part is zombies time played and the blue parts multiplier. I'm just a red circle. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, right. And zombies was like pretty decent. It was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, I didn't play the campaign on that one. Uh, Like nope. you like you said, we didn't play a single minute of uh, Vanguard. No, didn't buy it. Nothing. Yep. Nope. Um, and so, but this next one, it actually seems like, especially the multiplayer and the campaign, it seems like they actually did well. So I do not have a problem buying this one. Yeah. I think, I think I'm starting to feel some of the concerns that you and the rest of the community is feeling for Warzone. I'm starting to feel those concerns. Um, but I think multiplayer is still going to be pretty good. Even if I don't, love all the design decisions that they chose i feel like it's still going to be a finished game yeah yeah whereas vanguard it didn't feel like a finished game it felt yeah. just like a rush project we don't have anything this year so we're just going to push content out even the warzone map sucks ass yeah it's fucking terrible and that's how i feel about like a lot of the disney stuff i'm like you guys just don't have like you just don't have the writers writing good enough content. So you try to make up for a lack of story and content with like incredible visuals. And they do very well at that. Yeah. Like I think Mando, like if you just looked at it, it looks very good. It's beautiful. It really is. And I'm sure the other series are the same way, but it's just like, that's just not enough. Yep. hundred percent. It's a disservice, honestly. And yeah, it doesn't deserve your money. Doesn't deserve the 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 stats that you give to it. Um, oh shit, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say, say something about Call of Duty. Now I can't remember. I don't remember. Warzone map looks dog shit. Well, Caldera, Caldera, yeah, it does look like dog shit. Um, I don't remember. Dude, we're close, man. Month away. From the multiplayer yeah dropping yeah. did you watch any footage of people playing today and nothing today no okay how much do you watch i watched quite a bit actually i had like nothing to fucking do today so i pretty much just had tim's stream open all day did it look good to you or it did yeah that's that's what i'm saying like i'm pretty stoked on multiplayer actually okay. uh, it does look good uh because i mean two like slide everyone's like complaining about slide canceling while they're playing multiplayer and i'm like when the fuck did you slide cancel in multiplayer anyways? Like that's like not really needed. Yeah. 
I got mixed feelings because like the bunny hopping mechanic right now is crazy like for challenging stuff. So there's still some like they still have tax sprint so you can like sprint and use that momentum to bunny hop and that feels like you're going to have that sweaty way of challenging, but you're always going to have yeah, sweaty ways of challenging. Yeah, there'll so. be something, yeah. Absolutely. Uh I like I think for like more casual people, I think it's probably going to be good, but like I heard the that the spawning mechanisms are the same as 29 Modern Warfare 2019, yeah, kind of garbage. Yeah, I have heard spawning is pretty garbage, yeah. Um and then the mini map changes. I I just I fucking don't like that decision. That is stupid. That is absolutely fucking dumb. I agree. It doesn't make sense. Like in Modern Warfare 2019, I felt like I had to run a UAV all the time mm-hmm. because that was the only like that was just the way you could see enemies on the mini map. So I, that's right. what I did. Right. In Modern Warfare 2, I rarely did. Like it was always like Harrier, Chopper Gunner, and something else. Yep. I can't remember the streaks. I maybe it was like Precision Airstrike, Harrier, Chopper Gunner. You're saying an old Modern Warfare 2? Old Modern Warfare 2. Because like the whole point was stacking up, getting these crazy streaks stacked, stacking up to get a nuke. Yeah. Now it's like to get a nuke, you have to get 25 gun kills. Your streaks don't stack. I don't know if it's the case for this one, but yeah. 2019, your streaks didn't stack on top of each other. So it's like, OK, I'm just going to run UAV, counter UAV and yeah, something else. Yeah, because that was the thing. I forget what. uh Um. In Modern Warfare 2, you, like, wouldn't even run UAV. Your first kill streak could be, like, a 4 or even 5. Yeah, I think Precision was, like, a 5. And, like, if you... If 4 was Care Package. 5 was Airstrike. 5, five was five was Precision Airstrike and... Uh, predator Missile. Predator Missile, yeah. Yeah, so I would run Predator Missile. If I get a double kill with Predator Missile, I got a Harrier. Yeah. And then I'd have to get 4 kills with Harrier to get the Chopper Gunner. Yep. Or the AC-130. I prefer Chopper Gunner, but... Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I like the chopper gunner too. That was always fun. Like you got these streaks that you could like stack and roll over. Yeah, you no, don't 100%. have that anymore, which is kind of lame. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it was just part of the game, you know. Like I don't know. Like you don't think about those things when you're in the moment of it, right? Like, and then until you're on the other side, and you're like, "Oh, that was actually pretty cool." That like, like it annoyed you in the moment, right? When someone just like fucking predators you, and then they get a harrier. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um. But then when you're on the when you're on the other side of it and like it just doesn't exist, you're like, actually, this is kind of kind of bogus now. It's just kind of boring. <laughs> well, and like I always felt like like the mini map argument, right? So for those who don't know, there's a mini map in your top corner that kind of shows the area of the map you're in, um, or like an expanded area of the map area you're in. And if an enemy fires an unsilenced weapon, they appear as a red dot. Now they don't, unless there's a UAV active, and then if they're firing, they'll appear on the map as a red dot. But, so the counter, the old school counterplay was always, you put a silencer on. Mm-hmm. And that might have, you know, maybe you miss out on having a red dot sight, or maybe your bullet velocity is lower, so there's some impact to you, yeah, but like you're... but lower you're, TTK, TTK. Yeah, but you're countering by not Fire. being on the radar yeah and then like the kill streaks it was like okay now i gotta switch to a class or i gotta have a class where i have a launcher where i can shoot these kill streaks down yep 
like I felt like I was in control of countering what the enemy was doing yeah. and vice versa. Yep. Like they were adjusting to my strategy, I'm adjusting to their strategy. And now it's like, hey, we just kind of want to like make sure everyone's always on the same level playing field all the time. You can't get an advantage. You have there's no reason to swap switch up your strategy. <laughs> Makes sense though, right? Like the way that people think these days, like, oh, we all have to be equal. No. Actually that does that makes things not fun. Yeah, I want to, I want some lobbies where like I'm just better than the other team and I want some lobbies where they're just better than me. Some of the most fun matches I ever played is when I just got fucking wrecked. Yeah. And I'm just screaming my fucking head off, running in circles around Rust, just getting annihilated. Like those are some of the funnest matches ever. Yeah, I I have like some of my favorite memories of like those Call of Duty game, games are like playing with friends and them just getting fucked and just raging. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Phil jumping up out of his chair saying yelling put it in my butt right now <laughs> cuz he just kept getting killed by this one guy. Dude. Yeah. And it's just like moments like that where it was just so fucking funny. I oh my god, yeah, we were just in the Cameron's basement like all of us fucking dudes and just like I just remember just screaming my fucking head off, dude. Like I like I get I get a little ragey now. Like I would fucking lose it in Modern Warfare 2. Oh my gosh. Like We were wild. playing uh sticks and stones and like one of my friends kept getting throwing knifed or something. Mm. And uh That'll get you there. That'll <laughs> yeah. get you there. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. And uh there's a like the big tub of red vines or whatever. And I, in one of his raging moments, I took one out and I just chucked it as hard as I can and <laughs> said, throw a knife and it hit him straight <laughs> in the chest. Can't escape it. In game, Not even in real life. In game and IRL, you fucking get throwing knife. <laughs> just susceptible, bitch. One, That's so good. Uh, one of my favorite things was, uh, like, you know, someone gets Predator, Harrier, Chopper Gunner. Yeah. And, you know, they got like 10 kills in the chopper gunner. So in your head, you're like, they're 20, 21 or something. And then like everything in your brain is like, I got to go hunt them down to stop the nuke. Yeah, oh, yeah. hundred percent. Like, you'd, like be, a, you'd be every time you die, you'd check the stats and you'd see someone at like, you know, fucking like 10, 12 kills. And you're like, oh, Nick, shit. why'd you die to that fucking guy? Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Honestly. No. I'm, and you know, what's funny is that they're they take away stacking streaks in order to help level the playing field, I feel like it does the opposite. Because I've i always been very medium at COD. Like, never amazing, but I was never, like, complete shit. And so, like, I'd get, you know, the the three, or not the three, I'd get the the five in a row to get the, the Predator missile. And, like, once I got that, then it's like, okay, now that's building more me- momentum for me to, like, get more streaks. So, it's like... Yeah, the streaks helps you get the chopper gunner, but now you're like, yeah. I have to get 11 kills to get a chopper. I'm just no going to throw on no UAV sh- counter I'm UAV. I'm never going to get that, yeah. Predator missile. At least so- for someone like me, I'm never fucking getting 11 kills in a row, like, without stacking streaks. No shot. I never use those, like, kill, st- kill streaks again. Once I learned that in Modern Warfare for 2019, I never use those. No. Nope. Every game. UAV, counter UAV, predator missile, or whatever it was called in this game. Yep. Yep. Yeah. A little bogus. A little bogus. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll they, they double down on some weird fucking shit like that. 
It's also interesting they brought Dolphin Dive back, and it's funny because I don't think it's going to get used at all. It depends on how it's going to be. You would know more than me watching it, but I was I always thought, like, how are you going to do slide and dolphin dive on a controller? Is it like a one or the other thing? Uh, I think um, I could be wrong, but what I think is if you're sprinting, you it, it'll be like a tap to slide and then a hold for dive. Huh. But you had to be sprinting, I think. I'll be weird. Yeah. Well, too, right? Then that eliminates or at least uh, shrinks the amount of different controller configs people can use because people, a lot of people that like to do a lot of different fucking shit with their controller and like tap and hold and things like that. And so it's like, I mean, PC is fine. You just have your fucking keys lined up, but uh, yeah, all your keybinds, but on a controller that you're, you're kind of limited just to just the default then. Honestly. Yeah. I kind of like. So I like slide cancel in Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I don't. And I don't think even facing other teams, it doesn't feel unfair or OP. I've never felt like someone killed me because of slide canceling. I always felt like it just adds a movement mechanic for getting around, getting around a large map and large areas better. Oh, yeah. 100%. For multiplayer, I kind of get removing that mechanic. I, I I never found it to be like I never. I just kind of like the I mean, idea of simplifying multiplayer again. That's fair. That's totally fair. I just never saw it being a problem in multiplayer. I don't think it's a problem. I just like that's what I'm saying. I I agree with you. I don't. I never thought like. I mean, I do think there were moments where like someone outplays you in movement, and I even think that today in Modern Warfare, which I think it's fine because it's like you should get rewarded for having better movement than someone else. Absolutely. It's, it's just, it's, a just it's another skill. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick Burks was talking and he was just like, he's like, I'm absolutely all for just like widening the fucking skill gap. Uh, I think he, I forget what it was. I think it was slide canceling. That was like, the, he's like, normally I'm all for widening the skill gap, but he's like, this is the one thing where I'm like, I'm kind of okay with you guys getting rid of this. Yeah. He said that because, but like, I think, I don't know. It's a little weird because he has slide on his stick. That's now, true too. Now he uses pro, he probably uses pro controller, so he could have paddles. I just think that's the wrong way to play with your controller configuration. I think Agreed. slide with with the slide mechanic, you should have it on B and melee. Got to stick. Got to be B. Yep, hundred percent. And I don't think that's going to break your control. Like I no. get the stick, the stick breaking and wearing down the the little sensors because it's like a small piece of plastic and those break. Within a few hours fuck of playing. Fuck your controllers, fuck your thumbs. Yeah. So, like, that's where I was like, he was talking about that, and he's, like, talking about the sticks. I'm like, dude, you just play wrong then. Honestly. Like, you have to switch to tactical. Yeah, 100%. I agree. In my opinion. Or get or get a paddle controller and learn how to play that. That's true. No, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. That's true. I forgot that that's why he hated slide cancel so much. I'm like, dude. I slide cancel the fuck everywhere, and my thumb never hurts. Totally fine, yep. And that's the thing, too, is I never saw it as an offensive mood. Mood? Yeah. yeah totally. I never saw it as an offensive move. It is purely defensive for me. Like, if people are shooting you from 100, 200 yards away, you can very easily... I don't want to slide that... Not easily, but... You don't want to slide that slows down halfway through your slide getting behind a wall, because then it... Because, like, 
you know, someone who did like a lot of the car 98 quick scopes, I'm like, slide motherfucker. Yeah, now. please do it. Please go I'm ahead. I'm just going to lower the sight and just shoot you now that you're stopped moving. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's like you at least have a fighting chance uh, with slide canceling to in war zone specifically to yeah. like get away from people. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't make it impossible for them to get you. No. You know, like we've killed multiple people who were like trying to slide cancel away. Like it's still doable. But I think like taking that away from someone, I think can almost make it impossible to get away once they're engaged and kind of like locked on you like that. And very rarely have I felt like it, it was it was very rare and it was never frustrating when someone broke my ankles slide canceling like around a mm-hmm. corner or something or mm-hmm. door play or whatever i'm just like he just fucking he outplayed me yeah he outplayed me or i'll be like dude that motherfucker just broke my ankles exactly exactly 100%. There, there was a time yesterday when sal and i were playing where i slide canceled into a bunny hop and literally the guy did exactly the same thing <laughs> uh but i was ready for him to do it so i like got the kill nice uh but yeah we ended up like sliding both sliding and bunny hopping around a corner ended up 15 feet from each other and he still <laughs> thought i was on the other side of the wall oh that's like funny. we both had done it that's funny um but it was like things like that where it was just like my mechanics were clearly just better than him yep. and my reaction time around that corner or exactly. whatever it was right yeah. yeah and like it could have been it has been and could have been me on the other side of that play yeah yeah it's just like Sometimes you get outplayed. Great. Yeah, yeah, right. That's part of the game. And that's the thing, too. It's like, I'll never get pissed, like, when someone just outplays me. Like, you, know when I get, you know when I get pissed in Warzone? When someone's ghosted up, honkered on their heartbeat, hip-firing with some SMG, and they're sitting in a little corner, and they're just sitting there for five minutes yeah honestly and now you have a multiplayer that like has super fucking loud footsteps crazy random spawns it basically encourages you to sit still and i'm like i'm like that's what fucking kills me yeah l i don't know yeah it ruins the fast gameplay that like cod was birthed down yeah honestly it's weird but again, I'm still going to have a ton of fun playing. I think know? so, too. And I still think, I, again, I still, I am stoked for multiplayer. I'm skeptical that Warzone's going to be better, but I think I'm still going to have a fun time playing it. I think they're going to leave up. So I think what's going to happen is there's going to be Warzone and there's going to be Warzone 2, or there's going to be like Warzone Legacy and there's going to be Warzone 2. So I think Warzone Legacy is still going to be active. So like if Warzone 2 is trash, people are just going to go back and play Rebirth. And, and the numbers will speak for themselves. And yeah. like, yeah, at some point, like if it is that much trash, like they will have to do something. So it's like with that in mind, I'm really not too worried about. That's true. Warzone 2. Like if it like I'm excited to see what they come up with. If it's good, that's I'm I'm stoked. Sweet. But like I don't I don't think anyone can judge right now based off of what we saw because no. multiplayer is clearly the most polished thing right now. Yeah. Who knows what Warzone 2 is gonna look 100%. like? 100 percent And I mean, all the streamers were saying too, like today, they're just like, oh my god, this is so different on my own setup. And like and I'm you sure. saw that in how they were playing too. Well, and then like the other thing is when they're playing warzone 2 it was like two or three matches or something i think and it's like of course things are going to be slower everyone's wanting to stay alive they're all like basically professionals right Right. like 
it's it's going to play totally different when like you know you have the game for the next two years and like a, you have a million games in between there you don't have to be that, like super sweaty and like have to stay alive kind of thing that's a really good point because that was a lot of people's biggest complaints like it is slower it's a lot slower and it's like well like like what you just said of course it's gonna play slower in in, in that you're, atmosphere and you're that playing setting. with a bunch of people who are trying to make content on these like two or three games they get to play exactly so yeah i think when the when the community gets their hands on it yeah well then we'll have to really see but Either way, I'm excited. One of my favorite things about Modern Warfare 2019 when I booted it up for the first time, I lit- like I remember playing. I think I started with the campaign. Mm-hmm. I don't think I played it all the way through, but I started. I played like you know se- several hours into the campaign, and I like played it, and I was like, the guns, the sounds, the atmosphere all felt like old school Call of Duty. Yeah. It didn't feel as arcadey as a lot of the uh, Call of Duty's became. God, yeah. All the fucking Black Ops I've been hating. Yeah, the, the new, even Cold War and Vanguard the same way. I like hear the gun sounds. I'm like, that doesn't sound meaty. Even the like moving a, mechanics like just a, felt pew, pew, weird. Pew, pew, pew. And I'm like, that's not. No. Like, I want some like grit. Yeah. Um, And, and like, the visuals in this one, I felt like you have a combination of great weapon looks and sounds. Yeah. And um, like it kind of feels like a lot of the maps kind of look like Favela in Modern Warfare 2 where they're like a lot brightly colored. Yeah. They got some grittiness to it. But like like I felt like Modern Warfare 2019 was all desaturated. I feel like they bumped the saturation up. So I'm like, I feel like I'm getting the best of both worlds now. I agree. I agree. Yeah, and that's another thing people keep saying about it is the maps are awesome. Like the maps are great. Uh they're definitely after people like playing more today, they're like they've gotten a little bored of a couple maps and have definitely gravitated towards a couple maps that they really like. But I mean that happens with every game, right? Like Well, and it's beta too, so like they're playing on a limited pool. That's true too. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. And it's also like just seeing this fucking content left and right. I'm like, I am ready to get my AR. (laughs) I do dislike, I think it's called the hurricane. It's like an M4 looking gun, but it has a top load magazine like the P90. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. You don't like that as a top load? It's just the aesthetic. It looks weird. Is stupid to me. It looks weird. Yeah. 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 Like, was, that's not practical at all. No. Doesn't make any sense. No. Like, so I'm going to grip the fucking yeah, You're the holding fucking on mag. top of the mag, and then, weird. like, you can't put any accessories there. Yeah. Makes no I'm sense. I'm just like, this is why would that, weird. Yeah, why would that be a thing? Like, maybe it's a thing, but, like, I'm sure. Why? In, yeah, well, and I bet in real life, it's, like, probably slightly more practical, too. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't it would think be, so. But. It looks like um like a fucking Keltec weapon. Like it's just like Keltec. Like Keltec's that one that they made uh the uh like pistol with that takes the P ninety magazine. They do a oh, lot of yeah. those experimental weird guns. Yep, yep I know like, exactly what you're talking about. Cool like hobby in like gun, but not like a I'm the nev- most I'm, like 
it's not. Pro- I'm never going to use this in real like life. Like Call of Duty Warzone, you're like going to battle for your life. Like I'm not choosing that gun. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. But yeah, the M4 aesthetics, especially with like all this, like I love, I have, so the new gunsmith concept is amazing. And yes. I'll have to see how it actually plays I hope, out. I hope it plays out well because it sounds amazing. You can like, basically they're taking families of guns. So basically like from like a modern gunsmithing thing they're taking platforms they're taking the ar-15 platform the ar-18 platform the ak platform you know all that stuff and and you get to swap out yeah parts that like you know like an ar-15 you have like you know i mean in real life hundreds if not thousands of different stock options but they're basically saying like okay you've unlocked the m4 you can use these stock you can unlock these 10 stocks on the m4 and now you've unlocked I don't know, uh, the AR-15 or whatever the other gun that they're going to call for it. Right. And then you have these other 10 stocks that you can unlock. But because they share the same platform, you can take the stocks from either one and put them on the guns. Yeah, you don't Yeah, you don't have to like, okay, I've got the, you know, I've got uh, the fucking, I got the M4 here and I got the FAL here. You know, I have to unlock all the attachments on this one and all the attachments on this. is like, no, 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 the same fucking platform. So it's like you can just interchange this shit out. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, on that on that vibe, though, did you, you fucking see Karanthum's post today? That fucking gnarly, like, AK that was very, very AR-like. It was, it was like it was, it was like it was an AK lower, but then it had like a fucking AR looking handguard. I mean, that's so it looked really cool. And I just personally never noticed something like. Oh, that yeah, before. yeah. 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 That's a so that's that's a Fuller Phoenix. Um, Jim Fuller built his like is the current like master AK builder. Yeah. And um, now I'm not like a AK enthusiast and being like oh that's an ak whatever model but like you kind uh, of are. what i said but like you kind of are no no no, no. i'm not that knowledgeable yeah, but yeah, um you're, you're, but you're trying you're getting there but like you want to be yeah <laughs> no i mean i do want to be but i just yeah, don't yeah. even know where to start no i know uh i think the current like russian model is the ak-12 Okay. Um. And and those. That's how a lot of their AKs look. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I just haven't seen like a very modern AK. Like I've only seen like the classic AK look. I've yeah. never. I've not. That's the first time I'd seen like an AK with like a fucking M4 styled handguard. I'd never seen anything like that before. Um. It just looked fucking cool. So I'm trying to remember the company that. Zenitco. Okay. So if you look up Zenitco, mm-hmm. um, and actually I wonder if I wonder if they have a decent Instagram. I know I follow them, but I can't remember. Sure. Uh apparently they do not or I don't or but basically what I was gonna say is they make a lot of the accessories. So that stock that's on there. Yeah. Is a Zenitco stock. Oh, okay. 
and they make a lot of the tactical, more tactical handguards instead of the aesthetic ones and stuff like that. So, gotcha. gotcha. So, if you look up Zenitco furniture, you'll see like a lot of the stuff that they make, and they're a Russian Zenitco. Zenitco. I feel like I just... all one word. There's a Zenit SPB. So, like here is a like a post from their build, which looks very yeah. similar yes, to it does. yeah. So that's fucking. Sexy dude. Is so that, that, is that a brace? It's a stock. So a lot of people put that stock onto like the KP9. I when I was like, that's fucking sexy. That's the thing. There's so many stocks where I'm like, all these stocks look fucking stupid, and all the braces look fucking cool in my opinion. But I'm like, I don't want like a fucking foldable brace on like my fucking AR. But like the stocks look fucking dumb. I don't know. That's just me stylistically, you know. The Bravo stocks, I think, are the they're the prime aesthetic for uh, for ARs. Personally, AR Bravo stock. Yeah, see, I don't like how that looks, though. Let me see. So you don't like that top one? It's better, but not really, no. It's the B5 stock is the one I'm talking about. Yep, that is what that is. Yep, yeah. B5 Systems AR-15. I, I really like that stock. Nah, nah, nah. Let, me, let me pull up... Uh, this is riveting for everybody else, but... <laughs> hey, you guys can look it up alongside of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up the, the B5, the AR. I just Googled AR Bravo stock, and it came up. Um, and that and that is what like most normal, um, oh, fuck you, come on, ah, lower receivers, complete lowers. That's what most fucking ARs come with. Yeah, like that looks fucking cool. That's a KP9 with the Zenitco stock. Yeah, and hand that guard. looks fucking cool. Like I like stocks that look like that. They're like very bare bones. Like, like I like how that looks. Actually, this one looks like a brace, the tail hook. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The braces look fucking cool on all this shit. Uh, let me show you one on Arrow. Uh, not that one. Might take a minute, sadly. Yeah, like, look at the fucking... And the, I mean, are they both? No, the bottom one's not bad. That one's not bad. But the top one, like that brace there, like I just think that looks cool. Hmm. I think just I just like that look better than like a normal AR stock. I don't know. I don't know. My my aesthetic is the B5 personally. I don't know. But hey, just find a stock you like, you that, know? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, I get yeah, that's I get that's what we're we're talking about here and uh but that's the thing. It's like ideally like I'm trying to go the easy when it comes to the AR like I I want to go the easiest route and I think going a, aero precision is going to be the easiest. I'm also supporting a local company and also they got some cool shit. So it's like I'm trying in in such a small window to like pick out what I want. And I know too, like down the road, like I can just change shit out too. So it's like I can at least get something that I'm happy with. 
and then down the road maybe perfect it if you will yeah so but yeah december needs to hurry up so i can get my fucking bonus and (laughs) (laughs) you think i know you don't think i'm kidding people think i'm kidding but that's what i'm getting at least getting the fucking lower so i don't know how this works with the ar yeah but Haga Defense or Haga Defense has a uh, limited running of uh, Coyote Brown ACR stocks, which aren't really your style, but I do like them. It's a cheek riser and everything. They look like a fishtail. That does look. <laughs> Actually, it looks like a giraffe head. Turn it sideways. Tell me that's not that way. Tell me that's not a giraffe. <laughs> I won't tell you. <laughs> yeah, not my style. Like I do, I I think that's cool, and I think on the right build it can look cool. But not what you're going for. Not what I'm going for. Yeah, at least not at first glance. Like I don't know. It's that's the other thing too. It's like when I'm actually ready to buy shit. Like I'd love to like call these guys up, be like, I need help, please. Like, <laughs> like you want this? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I want an SBR basically. I and 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 I I was I was gonna get a 16 inch barrel, and then I saw a shorter build today. I was like, nope. I want <laughs> to get as close to an SBR as I can, please. Well, the 16 inches is as close as you can get without a brace. What? That's not true. Yes, that is true. What? Isn't it? Isn't it like the overall length? I thought you could have like a 14 inch barrel. Nope. 16 is the minimum? Yes. What the fuck in this state? In all states. Really? Yeah. So it works. What you're saying is... Build an AR-15 pistol. I was just going to say, so what you're saying is buy it anyways. Well. (laughs) I won't say anything. Can do. Uh, What I will say is just build a pistol then like because if you already like the braces more then i know i know but i don't know i would just like to have a 556 you know no that you can build an ar-15 pistol oh okay i thought it would take okay yeah you you don't need a lower caliber how does that work like what what uh so your restrictions are um you can't put a stock on it okay you cannot have a vertical foregrip. Oof, that sucks. You'd have to have like a hand stop, hand stop or an angled grip. Yeah. Yeah, you can have an angled foregrip. You just can't have a vertical one. That's so fucking retarded. Um, that might be it. <laughs> well, apparently I'm building a fucking AR pistol then. Yeah, fucking definitely PCC, can. Yeah. Jeez. Well, it's not a PCC. Not a right, because yeah. it's not a 9 mil. yeah. That's wild. How fucking retarded. It is stupid. And it just further proves that these people know nothing about firearms because, like, we're like, oh, I can't have a fucking, uh, I can't have a SBR. Okay. It's a brace. (laughs) That's fine. What? Jesus Christ. 
don't get me wrong, I'm I'm glad I can do something like that. But it's just fucking dumb that it's restricted at all like that. Like here uh, you go. Yeah. What are we what are we looking at here? <laughs> That's less than a thousand dollars, chat. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Another thing that I hate about a lot of AR builds is when the barrel sticks out of the handguard like a f what feels like it's like a fucking two feet long outside the fucking handguard. I don't like that look personally. I like it like that where it's like you basically just got the muzzle sticking out. It just depends on like what you're trying to do, honestly. No, I get that. I know, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. I just like I don't like like I'll throw an 18 or 20 inch barrel on that boy, and ha and keep the same handguard. I like the handguard length; it works for me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think an 18 would be bad on that either. I think 20 would be pushing it for me, but because that's 16. Yeah, it's 16. Yeah, um, and I think an eight again. I think an 18 would be fine, but I think a 20 would then start start to be pushing it for me. Cause like I like I mean I, I've seen like I've seen builds like that, and it'll be like a twenty inch barrel, and then the handguard will be even like you know fucking two inches shorter than yours, and I'm like ah, I don't like that. But you like you like what you like, and I mean it all depends. Like and not all of it's about aesthetics as well, right? It's that's true. Like too. What you're trying to do. That's true. That's true. trying to stay safe <laughs> and i also want something like like a i like the the compact build anyways like everything like ergonomically and like for what i would really be using it for anyways um not to say that i wouldn't want you know something long range for its purpose later down the line but at least in the immediacy um, cause then also I think of, you know, Renee using it. Like I think of something like, oh, then you'll want her to use a longer boy. Yeah. Yeah. With five, five, six. Yeah. Yeah. It's... The, the thing is like, there's also something to be said about the efficacy of the round in the barrel. And then like what the other implications are on using a shorter barrel. So like shorter barrel, you're going to have a it's going to be a lot louder a lot oh yeah louder that's true that's true going to be um quite a bit of recoil yeah, a lot more recoil um and then like with 556 five, it's meant to be around that gets up to speed so it can go fast it's not a heavy projectile like an ak <sighs> so what you're saying is that whenever i get my SBR in quotes because I can't have one of those. Um, well, you can. You just have to tax stamp it. And I'll totally do that. Exactly. Totally do that. Uh, that it should probably just be nine mil. Yeah, if you're gonna, I think if you're gonna build a PCC or build like something to fill that role, then just get build it. a PCC yeah. or like move to a or, or just a different platform that operates Siri, better. Shut up. Your fucking watch. She was yeah. listening. Uh, or just build a platform, build it on a platform that doesn't 
need as much velocity like the AK. Like shorter barrel AKs work fine. That'd be fun. Now, not to say that AR-15s in short platforms don't have their place. A lot of people run them in 14.5, 10 12, whatever. Yeah. So typically, I think one thing is typically a lot of people who run those in serious fashion use a more expensive barrel. Yeah. Like higher twist and everything. And then the other thing is they're mostly run expressed. Like oh, if, yeah. if it's going to fit that role, then right. fit that role. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, and that shit's fucking expensive, but like I, I would like to get a suppressor for it. Um, What's the, so there's the Honey Badger pistol, which is 300 black. So that's designed to run slower as a subsonic round with the suppressor. Um, and, you know, 300 black, you use AR-15 mags and everything. Right. So this is the Honey Badger pistol. Now it's expensive. But that's pretty. That's fucking pretty. Jesus. How long is that barrel? They're short boys. I was saying, not a long boy. <laughs> yeah, seven inch barrel, one and a half. Uh, one to five twists. So I think usually a lot of ARs are one seven. It's crazy to like one ten. I think. Um, yeah, it's crazy, dog. Yeah. So with and see, this is what this is what I need, right? Like this is what I was saying too. Like when I'm looking to build it, I'm like, I need to have like a fucking conversation with with these guys because it's like, why? Uh. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I I know some things, but not a lot. Well, that's what I would say. For your first AR, if you want to build it, build a standard one. Build a 16-inch barrel. Yeah. You know, get a real stock. Do the, do the works. Right, right, right. And then, from there, decide what you want to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Which, I mean, I, I want, because, yeah, I don't know. From there, I'll honestly probably just do like either a PCC build or save up and be like a real MP5 boy. <laughs> I don't know. That's the other thing, too. I don't know if I could justify in my brain getting an MP5. It's not H and K. I get that. I you get know, that. You know what I mean? I do. I 100% get that. Because like if I'm already going to spend like if you're, 16, if you, if 18, gonna, 2 grand on a on it. Uh, it's basically going to be 2 grand. Like, said and done, it's going to be 2 grand. I might as well just fucking spend 4 grand. And just get the H and K. The one that you really want. Exactly. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. And that's a hard... And hopefully by the time I hard can bullet afford that 4 grand, uh, the ATF and the NFA are all abolished and I can buy a real MP5. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, dude, I watched... And have the fun switch. God, yeah. I watched I watched someone put it on fun mode the other day, and I'm like, first off, kudos to Call of Duty, because, God, you got that sound pretty accurate. Like, they got it pretty dialed. Do you know... Props. I just want to throw this out there. Do you know that you can print a full roller-delayed MP5? I did, yeah. 
just something to think about in the meantime of when you can't afford to buy an MP5. But you, but you can afford to buy a $1,000 3D printer. Yeah. And they're not that expensive. Really? They're not that bad. Like to the size you need? Like 200 bucks. Wow. The mo- so the only thing that's going to cost you like real money, 3D printer, barrel, bolt, trigger grip, everything else you can print. And, and you don't need a, it's a trigger what? The trigger mechanism. So like the trigger. Yeah. And that requires a background check though. Nope. Doesn't? Nothing. None of those parts require a background I thought check. the trigger did. I nope. The trigger mechanism Just did. lower receiver. Oh. Like I said, these motherfuckers don't understand anything about nope, guns. Nope, they don't. They don't understand anything about guns. I've... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No one watches this. Go ahead. Just if you happen to peruse my Twitter, sure, may run across a gentleman whose last name is Ludy, L-U-T-Y. He may or may not have a manual on how to build an open bolt machine gun all from a local hardware store parts. See, this is like, ah, it, now I'm not a metal worker, but maybe you are. <laughs> maybe you are, and maybe you'll no, think me no later. CNC required. You know, it's it's mind blowing to me that somebody could, with their own hands in their own garage, make something out of metal, and it's just illegal. Yeah, no, you... That is mind-blowing. Isn't it crazy thinking like, like, okay, zombie apocalypse happens. You're locked up in a Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> and you can build you can. submachine guns. Yeah. And you can make your own ammo. Yeah. In Home Depot. Yeah. That might be a little bit more difficult. That sounds hard. But you could. But you could if you had to. You could at least make the open bolt machine gun and you could go find ammo. Yeah, that would take a while to... That would take a while. Uh, they're actually working on 3D printing ammo, too. Just, just to let you know. Wild dog. Uh, and has been fired and tested and everything. Just, just FYI. Yeah, uh, but... Uh, never mind. Yeah. It's a whole, that's conversation a whole, for another time. Whole whole other thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could lock someone in a Home Depot for 24 hours who knows how to make a looty and they can make a they can make a looty. I mean, maybe it takes longer than 24 hours. I don't know. But still could be done just like out of Home Depot, just themselves. Yep. And it's just illegal. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's all like the parts, all everything in Home Depot is legal. But if you put them together in a certain way, it's all of a sudden illegal. It isn't that it's fucking the crazy thing you've ever heard. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like that is. Oh, my God. That's what, like. Ugh. it. Nobody knows anything about firearms. They don't know anything. And it's like it's so just to give you an example, it's like making skateboards illegal and then. But wood you, and metal and urethane and bearings aren't illegal. Even though they're used in like countless <laughs> other products. Exactly. Like, oh, skateboards are illegal, but but rollerblades are fine. You're like, 
But like it's the same fucking thing. The only thing missing like, is like the wood. Like yeah. what the fuck? Like <laughs> yeah, no, it's the exact same fucking thing as that. The exact fucking same. And it's an it. Oh my gosh! Like it guns is. aren't some magic mystical thing. They are like especially like the AK platform and like open bolt machine guns. They're very very simple. Little t- recently, Shinzo Abe was assassinated with a pipe gun that had <laughs> God. an electric triggering and just black powder and metal ball bearings. Fucking you can't see pipes. <laughs> you can't regulate metal pipes. You can't regulate ball bearings. They were PVC, weren't they? I think they were PVC Maybe. pipes. <laughs> you can't regulate gunpowder because I'm sorry, but it's just like charcoal and aluminum and something else like household items yeah they're like these are basic household things yeah i i don't know what to tell you right yeah it is what it is and and so what i was gonna say before you started that is uh we're just at this day and age so like little to almost zero crime is committed with uh firearms that were produced via a 3D printer, pretty much zero crime. Uh, that will fucking change. Oh yeah, the more they try to ban, that will fucking change. And what are you just gonna fucking make 3D printers illegal? What a f- what like where the fuck does that come from? It's insane. It's insane. <sighs> There's just no fucking logic behind it. So, anyways. I started to write about this beer. How about this beer, you know? Oh, yeah, we, we're doing something. We're doing a thing here. Other than getting mad about firearms. Oh, man, it just happens so much. It just does. I'm either getting mad about them or getting too happy about them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I wouldn't call this... I would call orange. it gorge. I would call this orange... No, I'd look gold from here. I every angle I put this at, it just looks orange. No, it looks gold. Look at mine. I still think orange. You fucking crazy kook. It is gold. I think this looks like look at it. Put put it over there. Oh, this is the blue light, so that'll help. Yeah. Look at that. That's yeah. fucking yellowy there. Yeah. In yeah, blue yeah. in the blue light, yeah. But like like so that's more of a neutral that's light. Why I'll go gorge. Look at it under neutral light. It's like... It's not neutral. That's more neutral. Mm. Like, put it in front of your face. Like, line up against the light. I don't want to do that. Still kind of goldy. Not gold gold, but it's not orange orange. It's not the same color as that. That's orange orange. Well, break it out for our names. I I don't want to be associated with you. How dare you. Look at this. And I will also comment, uh, the, I think, I don't remember last Dick. year's beer at all, but this looks like a lot heavier carb looks. I wouldn't say it feels like a heavier carb necessarily, carb but probably more than last year. But it looks a little heavier. Don't you agree? I got a lot of bubbles, like mm. an abnormal amount of bubbles for, for Yeah, my this. second one's different than my first. My this first is the one. same as my first. My first one didn't seem this bubbly, personally. But there's a lot of bubbles there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a decent amount. 
I think I I bet this is more carved, and I bet that's it doesn't feel super carved, but I bet it is more carved, and I bet that's helping change the flavor. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. It's helping not make it a super soft, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, smell. Well, I did say crayon. <laughs> Let's see if it lines up. Crayon. I think uh, it still smells like a crayon. I, think it, I, I totally see that because, like, I could, like, when you say that, I could see that in the taste. Like, I could totally see it. So I, I'm totally with you on that one. Crayon, and I'll give it some like vegetal hop smell too. Okay, 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 okay. But it's like a hundred percent, like a red crayon. Yeah, 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 yeah. red no, specifically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Red orange, maybe. Okay. No red. Oh wow! Take that back. I appreciate your crayon. commitment. Yeah. Uh, taste. Um, <clears throat> we got hoppy. We got floral. We got grassy. Um, little little sweet on the back end. Uh, what do you think? Mango or grapefruit for that sweet back end? Ooh, I could see a watery mango. I mm-hmm. could see that. Did you say it were grapefruit? Sorry. You meant cantaloupe. I did. Yeah. I meant I well, and then I I meant I was gonna say melon. You know what's, you know what's weird then, is I, I I heard cantaloupe, even though I know you said grapefruit. <laughs> Like I know you said grapefruit, but my brain thought cantaloupe. Yeah, that you like implanted the thought in my brain. Well, then you said, "Did you say you grapefruit?" Said. And I was like, "I think I said melon." And then I was like, "I didn't say melon. I, I, fucking, I said grapefruit." I said and then grapefruit. You were like cantaloupe, and I was like, "Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I want. That's better." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, I think it's cantaloupey. Yeah, and I'm not a huge. I actually don't like cantaloupe, but like it's working it, in this. It's beer. nice because it's not super sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, is yeah, yeah. there is a sweet finish, but it's not a super sweet finish. A not sweet cantaloupe. That can't be right. Kangaroos? What? Yeah. It won't. Yeah, I don't think I'm I don't think there's anything for me to add to that. How do you smell cantaloupe? Why won't this work for me? Discard comment. Yes. Work! Oh, to the C. That makes more sense, you stupid cunt. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I need help. Okay. I need, I need help. I'm feeling it. Just like Blink. Feeling it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, there's a U. That's cool. What are you highlighting? All right. <clears throat> Feel. Smooth. Like a freshly waxed pussy. Not super carved, but probs more than previous years. Yeah. What else? Any, anything else? Um, I feel like, like you don't like creamy in here, but I feel like it's a little creamy feel. I'm going to add. Hold on. I'm going to add something to look. Okay. Yeah. Sticky head. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, creamy. Let me let me give it a yeah. Creamy feel, not taste. Creamy feel. 
in the back, in the middle back end. The middle back end. I would gi- I'll give you Silky. All right. Well, how about we just combine that with Silky Smooth? No, it's All not right, Silky it's Smooth. Different. It's like a 2% milk kind of Silky. Uh, oh, shit. Let's see. Uh, 2% Silk Finish. Yeah. Yeah. Critiques. Um. So I don't know that this is worthy to write down, but it's worthy to say. All right. It's a whole thing. I get it. And because it's really not about this beer specifically. It's about the series. Oh, okay. I feel like. It needs to be better. You feel, I feel like you haven't really defined what, talking to Crux, I feel like you guys haven't really defined what this beer is supposed to be um, based on the series. I think we are experiencing the evolution of what is to come. We're yeah. not there yet. I'm excited. I feel like I'm, like, the first beer I thought was bad. Yeah. Last year's I thought was an improvement but not like a very clear direction of where you're going still bad now i feel like now that i've given gotten three data points i'm like oh we're on the up and up maybe in a couple years maybe three four years this is going to be a really excellent beer yeah so i guess my my real critique of the series is uh i just feel like there isn't there hasn't been a clear direction but with this beer i'm now excited for where we're going and i hope it continues. So, like, I guess that's a critique and a little bit of hope tied in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I just <laughs> said define the beer. You know, I don't think that's... I. That's a good point, actually. I, I don't think it being close as possible to harvest is anything special. No. Nope. I think it can work. They just gotta work on it a little. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. And, it sh- and it's... Defining characteristic, I don't think, should be... Like, I like the name Pertnir. Yeah. And I like how it's like, oh, this is close to harvest. I think that's cool. Um, but I think it should have more character than just being close to harvest. Like, that doesn't yeah. mean anything to when we're in people. when we're in the season of, like, fresh hops where we're, we're going to drink 30, 40 different fresh hops. Like, yeah. I don't care if you're first. Yeah. I want a good beer. Yep, 100%. And if you're like, hey, we're delivering the freshest, close to harvest beer that we can, we want you to get those grassy vegetal notes and you improve on this flavor, I think then you have like a story to tell. Yeah. Uh, but right now, yeah, I think you're missing something. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I don't even have any thoughts about that. I feel like that wrapped it up pretty well. Uh, thoughts. I got a thought. Shoot. So you said we're still... In harvest, right? Oh yeah. I could drink this while harvesting some hops. Mm. All right, that's fair. That's very nice of you. Maybe, maybe touring. Excuse me. Touring a, a farm. Oh drinking yeah. This while touring, you know. I think this would be a good fit for that. That's fair. That's very. But uh, like, that's, that's good. most people aren't going to do that. So that makes your beer really. Unique, I guess. I don't, you know. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I think I'm good. Kind of goes against it doesn't it doesn't go against what you just said. It just goes against what you just said if you take what you said verbatim. I'm good. All right. Three, two, one. Three point five. Wow. Are you in the good or great? I'm great. Wow. Good for you. I'm hopeful, you know. I think for me, so good. Well, first of all, are you good or fine? I'm fine. I think it's a C. Uh, I'm curious to what I've rated it previous years. So C is, so fine categories. Concept is there, not well executed. 3 to 3.5 is good, solid. Concept is there and well executed. And then 4 to 3.5 is great. Flavors don't hit perfect to make it an A. For example, not hoppy enough. Um, I'll start and then you can contradict me. Please. Um, I was gonna put it in good, uh-huh. and I and I, I was really thinking like maybe three point two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think for me though, like I think they're right there on something that's really tasty. Yeah, like really tasty. I agree. Like a, l- a couple little tweaks. I think. I think to your point earlier on, the smoothness aspect of it detracts from the grassy, yeah. floral flavors of the beer. I agree with you that you really want some like crisp, clean, sharp flavors and it just to stop so you can drink more. Yeah. Um I think probably six point nine is a little heavy. On the alcohol side for that too, I think if you, I don't know, it's that's always hard to judge, um, but like maybe like a little bit less. I don't know because that could that could soften up the beer a little too much, you know. Exactly, yeah. I it's think hard it's, to say. it's hard to say, yeah. Um, but I think you're. I think they're like right there on making like a really fucking tasty beer, and that's why I'm like, you're great, but you're at the very bottom of great. I get that. Right. Like you're you've you've got even a ways to go in that great category. Yeah. You're not even close to an A yet. I get that. So that's kind of where I land. That's fair. Uh so I'm at the highest end of fine there. So I'm saying that they've they've got a concept, it's just not quite well executed. And so I think this is a very tasty beer. I agree with you. I think they're very much on the verge of like they if they just made a couple key tweaks that this really could be something uh however i think those key tweaks are very pivotal of what the beer is i think for the average beer drinker tasting this it would be difficult for them to see where this beer could can be or where it's going i think for us I think it's helped that we've had way too many fucking beers in our lifetime. I think it's helped that we've had this beer now for third year in a row, more or less. Um, and yeah, uh, most people drinking this are probably walking in for the first time or 
have no record exactly of them drinking it so they have nothing even like they might be like i feel like i didn't like this or i feel like i liked it yeah been there absolutely uh but so yeah so having record of this for us very helpful and so i think you know having someone like that try this like oh no it's just it's just too sweet or it's it's just a little too soft and for us it's like no 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 no. but they're like right there like you got a lot of really great flavors going on like i feel like the hop profile and even the malt profile too i feel like they really dialed in because we'd said that it was way too weedy in previous years and that's how i remember this beer is being too weedy like too bready tasting and now they've like toned that down and made it more of like a almost more of like a caramely but it's like very light it's not the forefront of the beer like it's very much hot forward uh which is great for a fresh hot beer um so i feel like they're they've definitely made really good strides but i just think that the carb and like the feel of the beer and the finish are a couple key components that like they're bigger than minor tweaks like even though it's just like a couple tweaks it it's going to impact the beer far more significantly than what you would just call a minor tweak so um i too am excited for them to keep going with this beer and hopefully make some more necessary changes and i would love i would love to eventually be like this beer is fantastic like it's a fucking a cuz i definitely think they can get there so. at least knowing where this beer is right. if you would have asked us last year we'd have right. been like scrap it no shot yeah scrap it terrible beer don't fucking continue with that um in the year and same with 2019 like we just didn't like it this one i think yeah. it's the first time like i sent nick a picture of these yesterday or whatever um when i picked it up and he was like fucking hell yeah um he was not excited to record this episode and i think he's pleasantly surprised so yes well that's the episode for this week see you guys at some other point youtube stuff if you will otherwise you won't peace see ya